Listen in during the 8 o'clock hour. You could win tickets to see Amadeus Electric Quartet in concert on December 22nd at Emerald Theater in Mount Clemens. Experience an enchanting evening featuring Amadeus, the internationally acclaimed electric quartet. Amadeus, known as the uncontested leader of Romania's classical crossover music genre and is renowned for their instrumental arrangements of classical pop and rock classics. So listen uh, in the 8 o'clock hour and you can win tickets to the December 22nd concert at Emerald Theater in Mount Clemens. All right, that will be in our 8 o'clock hour. For now, let's talk about cybersecurity and a breach that affected 8.5 million people nationally, and that includes people here in Michigan. The breach involves one of the biggest healthcare systems in the state. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne has a look at what this massive data breach may mean to you. Good morning, Marie. And hi, Jamie. This breach went undetected for more than two months, and that's very concerning. More than a million Michiganders were affected by this breach at WellTalk Incorporated. That's a company contracted to provide communication services for Corwell Health and Priority Health, an insurance plan owned by Corwell. The compromised data includes names, dates of birth, email addresses, phone numbers, medical diagnoses, health insurance information, and that all-important social security numbers, those were breached too. This occurred on May 30th, but it wasn't until August 11th after the company had hired a third-party cybersecurity specialist, and that was when the breach was discovered. Cybersecurity attacks are growing in the healthcare industry. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services reports that data breaches among healthcare organizations more than doubled from 2019 to 21, and in 2022, at least 28.5 million healthcare records were breached. And of course, there's been several here in Michigan that we've talked about before. A ransomware attack took down the computer network at McLaren's 14 Michigan hospitals late in August and early September. And in late August, the University of Michigan shut down its campus computer network after a hacker there got access to the personal information on a wide variety of people who had interacted with the university, including medical patients. And Corwell has sent letters out to the affected patients and offered a year of credit monitoring. And Jamie and Lloyd experts are saying people definitely need to take advantage of that one year of credit monitoring. Wow. That is, how did, Marie, I don't know, do you know how the breach uh, went undetected for such a long period of time? Well, that's, you know, the million dollar, I mean, it's bad enough that it happened. Yeah. These things happen. Again, it was with this third party, this other company that they had hired to provide services for Corwell Health. But why it went undetected is sort of a mystery. Um I'm sure that's part of their investigation is into all of this and, and what they're going to do in the future to prevent this from happening again. I think it shows the vulnerability of hospital systems because this is not the first time this has happened. And it seems like it continues to happen. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just rattled off here all these uh, U of M and uh, McLaren Hospital. I mean, these are not small time uh, organizations that don't have the latest in technology. These are the premier health centers in the in the state, and they were vulnerable to this. And the fact that there are millions that um, 
the uh, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services says that 28.5 million records were breached last year. That's pretty scary. Now, a lot of critics are saying hospitals really need to make security an absolute top priority. Things like having two-step authentication would be helpful, and a lot of places, of course, have that. Um, They need to identify weak spots and risks, and they need to put multiple layers of controls uh, that can interrupt an attack once it happens. In other words, not just the the preventative stuff, but actually have something in place that once uh, a, a breach is detected, it can stop it. These things all have to start happening. Yeah, I think hospitals need to up their security for sure because it continues to happen. Marie Osborne, thank you so much for joining us this morning and have a great weekend. You too, guys. Lloyd, there's a big game. Yes, in Indianapolis is. on Saturday. Just a little bit. Uh, yeah, Wolverines kinda. playing Iowa, Big Ten Championship. They're 23-point favorites. Uh, did you see this in the Detroit News, that a man, an Oakland County lawyer, is suing Benson in a bid to keep the Go Blue vanity plate? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So Joseph Harding of Beverly Hills filed lawsuit in the Michigan Court of Claims just before Thanksgiving, claiming that Benson's office violated state law when it assigned the plate with the University of Michigan cheer to a different driver a month before his deadline to renew it. So he goes in there and somebody else has it. He's upset. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure he wishes he had it. I don't know if he's going to Indianapolis, but there's a suit now. Benson has not responded. They're unsure. John Doe is all the name of the okay. other driver in this case. But, yeah, he wants that go blue. <sighs> wow. Man, you know, listen, uh, what, what do they always say? You snooze, you lose. But, <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, he says he was before the deadline. He has bachelor's and law degrees from University of Michigan. And so he wants that go blue back. Well, you know, he uh, he had it. He wants it. Uh, it's it's, a, it's actually a good story. Has Benson said anything about it? Has she responded no, to it? No, the Detroit News has not been able to confirm if the Secretary of State's office made the switch. Uh, also, I want to tell you about this story. Donations are pouring in at this beloved Christmas charity after smoke damage from a fire. Stymie plans for the delivery of wrapped gifts for thousands of children in West Michigan. Santa Claus Girls of Kent County has been going door-to-door with gifts for more than a century in the Grand Rapids area, delighting families that are struggling during the holidays. But all the volunteer group has been scrambling since the f- a fire last week struck a building uh, in Walker where the Santa Claus girls wrapped and stores their gift. Now, the the gifts were all packaged ready to go. They didn't burn up, but smoke. Oh, so, so they're, they're contaminated. Yeah, so they're contaminated now. Um, you know, it's uh, it, you could smell. It's, they say it smells like a bonfire. So... But the holiday, though, isn't lost altogether. Santa Claus girls will instead deliver gift cards for 8,500 children to be used at Meyer. Uh, and the uh, president of the of the charity says that they wouldn't disclose how much each family will receive. But they said, come heck or high water, these kids are going to have some kind of Christmas from us. Well, there's a lot of charitable people around this time of year. So I yes. think especially in that area, or even if you're listening right now and you want to donate, I'm sure people can do that santa claus girls of kent county is what they're called and uh wow that's amazing i'm so happy that they're still able to and the the insurance will cover that that money yes so well coming up we're gonna talk about the news of the day at 805 and you're gonna be able to win those tickets for amadeus electric quartet in concert december 22nd at the emerald theater in mount clemens so we're gonna do all of that when we return 
to JR Morning on 760 WJR.